Hi, welcome to 40 Cray, the podcast by a couple of 30-something dudes whose adult lives and responsibilities have not yet eclipsed their zeal of stupid nerdy shit. From Warhammer to video games to funnel cakes. <laughs> if it's your fandom, <laughs> we're your tandem. Dude, how good would a funnel cake fandom be? <laughs> I could really go for a funnel cake. You know how they have people who follow like the McRib around the country? Mm-hmm. There's probably weird people that follow carnivals just to eat the <laughs> I don't blame them. Yeah, they're pretty good. Frank. What do you put what do you put on your funnel cake? Uh there was one place one time we got a funnel cake Sunday. They put soft serve ice cream and chocolate sauce and whipped cream. Good good news, man. If you eat a couple of <laughs> Be diabetic, and we'll have something to talk about. <laughs> Type two, here I come. Of course, I think this is the first time people are going to see our faces. Hopefully, this doesn't lower our viewership count. Well, I mean, you can't go lower <laughs> than zero, so <laughs> maybe if we could figure out how the video editing works. But uh, I'm I'm Ben, aka LS Demon, and as always, I got Tom, Tommy Bones, Bonesaw Miniatures on Instagram. Hello. And Tom, obviously today, what are we what are we talking about again? Today we've got five plot holes and inconsistencies in the 40k lore. That's a good one because there's a lot of those. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're always ragging on 40k, but you know what? Like I, we said this in the last show, I love it. I, I'm mm-hmm. you know to be clear, I love it, but that's why I pick on it because I know it so intimately. Right. It's a labor of love. Some kind of labor. Is that the phrase? I don't know. What? Speaking of labor, what do you? I don't know how that's a segue. What are you drinking tonight? (laughs) (laughs) This is uh, Brooklyn Brewery Summer Ale. Awesome. Well, I uh, I have San Mateo tap water. Delicious. What makes this cool is it's in one of my own glasses because I finally moved into a permanent place and got all my stuff out of storage. Congratulations. Thanks, man. So my my sweet pad isn't as cool as your dungeon of death, but it's, it works, you know. Because <laughs> it's like what four four thirty there. It is, yeah. It's four thirty <laughs> in the afternoon. It's what seven thirty by you, right? Yeah. And that the whole time zone thing. It's it is crazy <laughs> that you and I, our voices and faces are like going into space and then coming back <laughs> down to our computers. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest waste of digital fiber ever. Um, I also wanted to, to I, you and I talked a little bit before this, but you got some pretty sweet models over your top right shoulder there, and I, I wanted to do. Oh, yeah. a, so you know we're gonna we're gonna crap on 40k in a minute. So let's take a minute and give some <laughs> praise where praise is due. Yeah. Um, actually, this is my latest Instagram post, uh, the one that got uh, double the likes of anything I've ever posted, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't know if it was because of our last episode or if i just started using aos um hashtags and more people like age of sigmar but um yeah i haven't started painting them yet because i've been waiting for some colors to come in the mail uh, dexessa and senessa um they were a blast to put together uh, and i'm so proud that i actually got the wings to like line up correctly (laughs) without a gap in the middle (laughs) so that 
Maybe in the future we should do videos of like Tom paints or Tom puts together. <laughs> no, it would it would be very shitty. This is the first time I've had something actually line up the way it was supposed to, without having to gap fill. You know, it's. I mean, you say that, but if I was doing a Ben paints, the only really cool thing at the end of it would be my hand covered in like a rainbow <laughs> of colors. <laughs> yeah. I hope that stuff's not poisonous because if it is, <laughs> I'm doomed. Just don't inhale it. Oh, don't inhale it? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Tom, it's been an interesting week. We we are just coming off of our three-part interview series with Alpha Busa and Speaker yeah. D. Awesome dudes. Awesome dudes. Warhammer Plus just gave us some more details. Yeah. What do you think? Are you going to invest in it or, or uh, maybe not? Um. I'm still on the fence, I think. Uh, it It's fairly cheap. Yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure yet what we're going to get as far as video content. Uh, probably not going to use the, the White Dwarf issues or anything like that. I just, I just know myself. I'm not going to read backlog. But yeah, seems cool. What do you think? I think I'm going to give it a try. Like, I want to be supportive. And, uh, you know, I've been pretty impressed so far with the miniatures that are related to it. I think that's an interesting inducement, which, on the one hand, probably reflects that they know that there's not enough content to attract people. So they have to have a limited edition miniature. <laughs> right. The but they look sick. Yeah, the, uh, the assassin in the, in the statue. So I'll probably, I'll probably do them the year because I think it's a little less expensive. Right. And give it a try, and you know, if after a year I'm like, eh, then you know, didn't invest too much, and at the least we have something to talk about. True. And uh, uh, it was fun. You mentioned uh, that it was like the WWE uh, <laughs> streaming service, <laughs> $5.99 for you know per month. How much is it? <laughs> Nine ninety nine. Uh, yeah, well, five ninety nine, but yeah. But then that made me think, well, uh, even the WWE Network failed after a while. You know, it was a standalone thing. Uh, it didn't do well, and now it's a part of the Peacock. Oh, that's right. It's on Peacock now, right? Yeah, it's not a, a standalone thing anymore. So, but, you know, but not to get off on a crazy tangent, that might also be because there's a lot of rumors that Vince is trying to sell WWE. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Wait, so you haven't heard this yet, right? No, no. So there's a theory. Um, they hired a new guy to come in and uh, like clean up shop, lower costs, get it to look like a pretty good business model. And that's also why they're getting rid of a lot of superstars is to kind of cut the overhead that's associated with the company. So there's a lot of rumors swirling that Vince is looking to sell WWE. Interesting. And so that might fit in with this, uh, the whole getting rid of the network. Huh. What is that going to do for Triple H and Shane McMahon? Hopefully, make them go to AEW, which is a far superior <laughs> wrestling product. New Japan. Yeah, well, New Japan, too. All right, you ready to talk some plot holes? Yes. All right. You want to go first or second this time? Uh, doesn't matter. I mean, uh, I know a couple of yours, and, and I think I agree with two Wait, of them. How do you know mine? You reading my mind again? Yeah, sorry. Get out of my head. My uh, my psycho abilities. Sorry. 
you're unsanctioned. All right. Well, why don't I? Well, how about I'll start then? And yeah, there's definitely going to be some overlap. These these aren't in any particular order. I just kind of took some rando notes today. Um, I've been thinking about some of these for a while. My number one, and, and let me actually before I okay before I do that, I, this is annoying because I was like my number one, and I'm going to pause. <laughs> but these aren't just plot holes. These are story elements which I think need to be retconned to. Okay. So my number one is the lost Space Marine Primarchs. Yeah. Is that on your list? Yes. Okay. So my thought on this, I understand why they did it originally. It was so that people had the flexibility to invent their own Space Marine Legion Mm -hmm. and feel like it was canon. I feel like with all the foundings, you can do that now. So there's no reason to need those two blank, you know, kind of statue pedestals. Right. I also think the in the fiction, the fluff, the whole piece that, you know, there's a famous scene where Malkador like punishes Horus in the moment for even threatening to talk about these two individuals, these two primarchs of the second and eighteenth legions. Yeah. Yeah. For those who don't know, there there were originally, according to the fluff, twenty primarchs. Two of them were stricken from the records, but eighteen are, are still known. And the problem is you have nine of those that did horrible, heinous things. Horus himself. <laughs> and yet he wasn't stricken from the records. So there's yeah. nothing in this, the story that could make sense for why these two are stricken and all these other traitors weren't. What did they have to do? Unless... I don't know, unless there was, there was some sort of failure of the gene seed and they weren't viable once the Emperor got back to their whatever planet they landed on. I, I I would just make it that. I would retcon the scene with Makador. We don't want to pretend like they never existed because then you'd have to mess with all the number legions because Alpha Legion is 20th Legion and mm-hmm. I think Word Bearers are 19th. I would just say he had created other legions and they failed. Right. It was never, the Primarch didn't come to fruition. He was experimenting. It didn't work. They were all girls. <laughs> oh my gosh do you think that that's why they're stricken from the record <laughs> only boys in this club <laughs> oh my because we know famously at least according to emperor text to speech the emperor thinks girl space marines are gross they are yeah so that's I, you know what that's my new head cannon. the second and 18th legions ended up being female because you know what they all have gene seed mutations so what's to stop the y chromosome from mutating into another x or having both, and then it's some kind of, you know, hermaphroditic primarch, and that's just too weird to think about. That too. Not weird because we don't like it or are judgmental. Weird because the emperor wouldn't be able to deal with it. So it's all the emperor being prejudiced. We're in his shoes in this. Yes. Yeah. So I say fix it. It doesn't make any sense. It hurts the story. It's distracting. Just just retcon it. Just be like, hey guys, sorry, this made sense. Now it doesn't. <laughs> Horace, yeah, he he didn't get yelled at by Malkador. That's dumb. Yeah. Right. The Lost Primarchs, uh, I had that as well. Okay, so that's, that's well, look, we're already making progress. That's our discussion. <laughs> All right, good night, everyone. <laughs> All right, what's, what's next on your list? Um, Other than the Lost Primarchs. The other one I think you have in mind is how come the Emperor couldn't predict the Horus Heresy? Oh, you know what? Not on my list, but that Uh, is absolutely... Yes! Oh my god, that's so obvious. All right, tell me more. um, So, the Emperor, you know, he has precognition. um, 
what is it in um, Master of Mankind? Um, the Emperor says that he can see the destination. He knows what awaits him, but he doesn't know the path to get there. Right. So he can. Uh, I think somebody said it was like seeing an island. Uh, on the horizon, but not knowing what tides and sandbars are in the way. Um, but, you know, you can see the destination. You have to know being comatose on a golden throne is the end game, right? It doesn't matter how it gets there. You know something's fucked, right? So, Tom, that was an extremely precise analysis, and I agree 100%. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have precognition. Mm-hmm. Um, if I did, I probably wouldn't be sitting in a little tiny apartment in the middle of nowhere, California, um, doing the things I do. I'd be a millionaire um, or probably dead. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. The point is, <laughs> I'm trying to say I'm not the smartest guy in the world. You have a Primarch named Angron who's very angry and has has a lobotomy with you know, anger-inducing machinery in place of part of his brain, mm-hmm. maybe don't give him, you know, 10,000 super powerful Space Marine guys and maybe, like, try to be nice to him or, you know, listen to him. Like, you don't need to be an all-powerful, all-knowing God to not be a horrible father and a really bad judge of, like, how to help people, you know, grow. There is a lot of fan theories about this though um i was reading that you know some people think that the emperor struck a deal with the ruinous powers um that he can that they could have half of his primarchs uh to just sort of let the emperor do his thing and like let humanity survive for a while um while he worked on the Webway project in secret in order to sort of um, renege on that deal. But um, yeah, no, there's a lot of things like he, he did know that Horace would rebel. Like he, he was prepared for it. Um, it was just a part of his plan. And then he got outplanned by Zinch. So. Yeah. So on the fan theory thing, I, I, there are some interesting points to that because you're right. I'm, I'm reading a lot of the heresy books, as we always say. Mm-hmm. And at no point is the emperor like, oh, I didn't expect that. He's mm-hmm. always like, yeah, all right, yeah, Horace is a rebel. He's never like hurt about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not like, Horace, how could you? He's like, yep. Right. So there, I see something there. On the flip side, I feel like, didn't he already renege with the ruinous powers after Moloch? Because I think he did some. That's why they hate him. They call him anathema. <laughs> and also, they stole all the Primarchs and you know shot them into space to you know to the the four winds, so to speak. <laughs> and certainly that wasn't playing by the rules. So I, I don't I don't buy like I don't know. Well, I don't think it was because of that, but it might have been there was some there's some ulterior motive that we're not privy to. Horace does say uh, one of the books. Kind of like he says something like, "Why did I get the broken Primarchs?" <laughs> you know, like so, like maybe that was intentional. You know, the Emperor offered up the shitty ones uh, that he knew would uh, not succeed. 
so so I guess I don't have this on my list, but I'll add to it. You know, I, Tom, I think this is a great call out. How did the emperor not see what was coming? I'm going to say emperor terrible at reading people. <laughs> that's, that's really not believable. <laughs> like, you know, the whole Lehman Russ Magnus thing, entirely predictable. The, the way Magnus kind of was treated in the Council of Nikea, the mm-hmm. whole Webway thing. I think that was entirely predictable. Um uh, Perturabo being bitter. It's it's funny. I don't know if there's something <laughs> to be said when you start like identifying with the traitor Primarchs. Does that mean? <laughs> but I read uh, Angel Exterminatus, which is the one about Fulgrim becoming a demon prince and Perturabo yeah. and his relationship. And I just really was like, man, Perturabo is a really relatable character. Mm-hmm. Like, and if I can feel that, how come the Emperor can't? <laughs> anyway, good good stuff. You ready for my next one? It's kind of related. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't pick the Emperor one because I was trying to find some Xenos and non-Imperial ones. Okay. So I do have some Xenos coming up for our Xenos fans. I know that you know it's, it shouldn't be all Imperium, but that said, there's way more story about Imperium, so there's way <laughs> right. more plot holes to be had. Right. So this is this is one more Imperium one. It's not on the same scale as what we've talked about, but after like two or three books, getting to know Perturabo, I don't think there's any way he would have been a Demon Prince. No, no. I could see him going into the Eye of Terror and kind of licking his wounds and, you know, thinking about everything he lost. I don't think he would ever want to achieve apotheosis in the same way they did, because he would see it as an ultimate failure. Mm. And I really just don't find that believable. So, so maybe it was a punishment. Maybe. But the way, okay, done. Moving on. The, the way it was depicted in some of the books, it applies like he just goes like full bore, like smoking the chaos, you know, crayon or whatever the expression is. Smoking a crayon. What smoking is, the crayon. What is that? Yeah, I'm, I'm smoking a crayon. <laughs> Clearly, I've been smoking crayons. But um, anyway, small. Yeah, look, I'm sure there's tons of theories. I was I was scraping to come up with five, just because I forgot in the last minute we were doing this. <laughs> so there's there's my Pernarabo wouldn't be a demon prince not as good as the others all right back to you Tom all right <laughs> um, uh, so my I guess the next one is these are in no particular order uh, I guess uh, how the the emperor was trying to eliminate religion from the imperium uh, and be completely secular uh, except for the cult mechanicus they're totally cool very glaringly yeah weird <laughs> religion with him at the center right no religion you want to believe in the homicide go right ahead because we get tanks from you <laughs> you're right so like lorgar i'm gonna like publicly <laughs> humiliate him and, and do mean right. shit mechanicus Avnissiah? all right that sounds cool you guys keep doing that <laughs> yeah that didn't make sense to me and I'm sure there are reasons I don't play. I don't play Admech. I'm sure they're tolerated at best. I don't know. It's probably reasons I don't know them. It just seems odd. But it's a good point. Like in the beginning, he makes this like agreement with the Mechanicus to kind of let them mostly keep doing what they were doing as long as they're part of his Imperium. But why? Like, he crushed <laughs> everyone else. Why wouldn't he just crush them? <laughs> and take their technology 
Unless, you know, I could think of maybe a story about, like, the fact that there's that Catan, what is it, the Void Dragon at the heart of Mars. That's the Dragon of Mars. Mm-hmm. And maybe he needed the Mechanicus to keep that thing down. I don't know. But you're right. It's stupid. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. You ready for my next one? Yep. Uh, the Yunari and the Yinid. Yinid. How do you pronounce that? Yinid. 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 Okay, we'll go with your Inead. In need. <laughs> I need a doctor. Okay. Uh, I need a beer. Um, yeah, what? It's not even a plot hole. It's just because you guys never finished the story. <laughs> so they're going to resurrect the god of death. There's all these like machinations that uh, Speaker D talked about in one of the last episodes where Eldred, he's going to, everyone's going to die in the Eldar Empire and then come back. After the spirit stones are used to conjure up Yunid. Mm-hmm. Where is it? <laughs> what, what happened? happened? Did you guys forget? It was a pretty just, cool story, too. I liked it a lot. They just lost interest. <laughs> so, eh, fuck it. No one cares. <laughs> That's Eldar. Nobody. Well, all the Eldar person. <laughs> no! Like, they're, like, like turning over benches and letting things on fire. Stop! <laughs> Please! I bet you somebody at Games Workshop like dated somebody who loved the Eldar and then became CEO just so they could be like, okay, everyone, first order business in the strategic plan. Fuck the Eldar. All right, number two. Uh, <laughs> sir? Yeah. Well, aren't there a lot of Eldar players? You're fired. Okay. Who, Anyone else have questions about Eldar? Who has the coolest story? We'll make that about the Eldar. Only tell half of it and then stop. And then just forget about it. <laughs> That'll show that bitch. Like, where do you think it would go, though? So, I mean, like, you know, in Age of Sigmar, Marathi got out of Slanesh, and Slanesh was briefly imprisoned or defeated or something. Yeah. Like, is that what would happen in 40K? I guess. For originality's sake. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, what's... <laughs> so, don't forget the Eldar. Tom, what's next for you? Wait, I waited until you took a sip of beer so I could exactly time. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, all right, so the next one on the list. Um, so Abaddon, or Abaddon. Um, in the Black Legion trilogy, uh, it's sort of, um, you know, it documents his rise to, you know, becoming a great hero of, you know, the War Master of Chaos. Um, but in... The Siege of Terra novels that were recently released, they've already started that sort of character development for Abaddon, which chronologically is way earlier than it happens in the Black Libra- uh, the Black Legion trilogy. So the timelines don't match up. Like either he becomes, you know, the super badass, you know, War Master of Chaos during the Siege of Terra, or does it happen? After he's, you know, after and you know, licking his wounds, uh, you know, later on, and it's just the same event happening in different timelines that that doesn't add up. That's a really good one. I have one on, uh, and I, by the way, I think we, you and I looked this up because we had a disagreement. So I say Abaddon, you say Abaddon. <laughs> I think I looked up and it's like Abaddon. <laughs> it's like neither of us are a hundred percent correct. Um, it, so it, it's just me applying the the uh, 
rules that I think should <laughs> apply to, but I think the way that it is pronounced, I think it is Abaddon. It's it's not well, whatever. It's it's somewhere in between. I remember because I looked it up and like because it's a Hebrew word. I think meaning like death or something, right? Um, so maybe Ezekiel Abaddon means God will strengthen the destroyer in Hebrew. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right, this is the moment where we <laughs> pause and look at Abaddon Hebrew. I mean, but there's. There's a lot of, you know, um, proper names, I guess, that are... Oh, it means, just, yeah, Destroyer. That's super cool. Um, like uh, the, the Primarch of the Ultramarines. Oh, you mean uh, Rodent Guillotine? <laughs> you have to admit, that's a French name, right? Oh, it seems very... Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. Are you going to talk about Primarch names? Yeah. What about Lion L. Johnson? <laughs> <laughs> Dumbest fucking name <laughs> but Rebute Gilliman uh, you know you have to admit it's a French name right so in French it would be pronounced Wobu Guimont but nobody calls him Wobu <laughs> you know because <laughs> that's fucking silly <laughs> so it's just Wobu a matter Guimont. of pronunciation you know it's, it's however Guimont. it is yeah Whatever they think is proper. Hold on, if we're bitching about Primarch names, Lionel Johnson, I, who was <laughs> one of my favorite Primarchs when I was a kid. I mean, he's named after Lionel Johnson, like mm-hmm. a puppet. But, but the way they explain it, it's like, oh, L. Johnson means of the forest. I'm like, no, no, it fucking doesn't, you idiots. <laughs> Stupid. Lionel Johnson was uh, Oscar Wilde's boyfriend. Oh, is that who it was? Yeah. All right, well, then he's a cool dude, but yeah. not a cool Primarch name. <laughs> <laughs> Just call him Lion L. Johnson and be like, oh, his nickname's Lion. Not like, oh, yeah, L. Johnson is uh, of the forest. <laughs> you know what? Hold on. That's going on my list. That's a plot hole. <laughs> That's so stupid. Lion Number means six. Lion, but L. Johnson means of the forest. <laughs> Lions don't live in the forest, jackass. That's also fair. Um,. Okay, the, so the whole thing about different timelines, absolutely. Yeah. It's. I also think I really hate, and I'm going to talk about this later on, the different ways different characters are depicted. So, mm-hmm. you, you know, if I oh, think of like, yeah. yeah, Dorn, there's one book where, uh, what is it, Nathaniel Garrow, I think, or, or uh, Garviel Loken tells him, mm-hmm. Horace betrays you, and he just like goes berserk and almost kills him. And then in another one, he's a pretty it's chill dude. Character. Yeah, Lorgar's different, Fulgrim's different. Uh, it's just just the mismatched expectations of characters. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so I definitely agree with that. I So I have a different one on Abaddon, though. The 13 Black Crusades. <laughs> yeah. No. You can't, basically, they need a MacGuffin to explain, like, oh, chaos is coming back. <laughs> you can't fail that many times and still be the war master of chaos. They did try to retcon that, to be fair. He failed intentionally. <laughs> no. It was obviously a ploy to make them the bad guys and sell models. But, um, you know, he did succeed eventually, right? In what? He killed Cadia, but according to another Just conversation, that might be better for the Emperor. <laughs> fuck Cadia. Yeah. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> anyway. The planet broke before the guard. So... 
but you know, one more thing on this. If you're the War Master cast, nobody knows what your plan is. That means you haven't told anybody because if you've told people, eventually it's going to get out. You're really saying that all those chaos mofos are going to sign up for another Black Crusade without knowing why. Like, well, they failed 11 times. Well, they failed 12 times. Well, this one's got to be right. No, it's, just, it's stupid. 13th time's charm, man. It's dumb. Also, where are all these chaos people coming from? Like, sometimes I do the math, and I'm like, okay, there were 10,000 yeah. in each region. All of them got wiped out. Then they went to the Eye of Terror. Then they fought amongst each other, but they have enough people left over. Because it's super difficult for chaos marines to replenish their ranks. Yeah. As we know in, in several books, including the horrifying uh, yeah. lava, which we're not going to tie. It's too gross. We're not going to die about it. <laughs> We've already talked enough about All right. What's your next one? Uh, I guess that's my last one, right? Number five? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so you know how <laughs> you know how the Dark Angels always got some shit uh, because they didn't show up at the Siege of Terra and everyone thought that they were heretics because they didn't defend <laughs> the planet? In the latest Siege of Terra novel, uh, Corswain shows up with half of the Dark Angel force to defend Terra. So how how do people just forget that they were there to defend Terra and question their loyalty? I don't have an answer. How does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I haven't read that one yet, by the way, so I don't think I even knew that. I Because I honestly, when you said that, I was like, oh, really? No, they weren't there. And you're like, no, half of them were. I'm like, yeah, no, they were there. <laughs> I, I remember Corslane showed up to fight like the spaceport, right? Mm. Or whatever. But um, okay, well, it's pretty dumb. <laughs> Big gulps, huh? Big gulps. All right. Want to hear my last one? I got nothing. Like that's a great point. That's really <laughs> stupid. <That's... laughs> All right. Uh, my my last one is just uh, the relative size and scale. So we talked. I have a specific one, but you know we talked about different depictions of people. I also hate where in one book you'll have like a primar. Oh, Motarian is the biggest, baddest, you know, motherfucker you've ever seen. He's gonna bat. Oh, he's so deadly. Mm-hmm. And then Caldor Drago. Oh, he he's so badass. He beat him up. Ripped him open and then wrote his initials on his heart <laughs> with a little love heart with mom in the middle and an arrow through it. <laughs> he gave him a tattoo with a ballpoint pen and his sphincter muscles. Drago was here. Or or the other one, you know, we talked about like <laughs> avatars being jobbers or bloodthirsters <laughs> being jobbers. Right. Uh, or just like in one book, you know, a space marine is like a god. In the next book, they're like, oh, yeah, they just killed 50 of them. No problem. It was pretty easy. <laughs> Um, another one like Catan, right? They eat stars. That's that's a lot of energy. Like, do you realize that's more energy than all people have ever used in all of our existence times millions, billions? I don't know. It's unfathomable. But Catan including eats. the forty first millennia, including, uh, yeah, probably right, maybe, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? But the point is. And then, and then, what? Like their whole situation is is kind of bullshit. Like something that powerful would be, it's just too inconsistent. I know people be like, well, they got captured or split apart or tricked into eating each other. I don't buy it. <laughs> You're telling me something that powerful, which would f- like exist in a different dimension of consciousness, could get tricked by this little necron? <laughs> no way. Yeah, there there was a lot of them that came down to just. Uh, 
different authors uh, writing for different armies. <laughs> Obviously, they want their army to come out on top. You know, the the codex is going to push the army that you're reading about. So you know, there's there's going to be some disagreement there as to who's more powerful than who. I feel um, like they need some kind of like just 40k Bible that lists out some of this. So so here's one tier list. A tier list, too sure. <laughs> oh, okay. So Space Marine beats Avatar, but Avatar <laughs> beats anything else, but not a Space Marine. Official Warhammer 40k tier list from Games Workshop. But but the one that always bothers me. So we talk about Eldar being a dying race. Mm-hmm. How big is Comorog? Because they're like, oh, it's got multiple stars in this little pocket of the webway. Mm-hmm. Again, even dwarf stars. We're talking about a massive, massive amount mm-hmm. of of energy of of matter right. if you're saying there are multiple we're talking a a pocket of the webway which is multiple times the size of our solar system hundreds of light years yeah and they're saying oh well it's a city it's it <laughs> would have to be the size of of a solar system at least uh potentially and i know it's cool to say oh they captured multiple stars how but beyond that it doesn't feel like a dying race if you've got several solar systems worth of people in a pocket of the webway. It's like, oh, well, we had trillions. Now we've only got hundreds of billions. Well, then you're not dying. You're, <laughs> you're doing pretty good. You're just less you know, productive than you were before. Maybe declining? Declining is fine. But they, oh, we're, oh, we're on the verge of death. I don't know. I don't fucking buy it. Not and endangered. Then, but then I'd also love to know how many craft world are there? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need an exact number. Just give me, like, how many billions of Eldar are there out there? Because they make it seem like there's a couple million. There's got to be billions. There's six. Six Eldar. Are those the six models from, like, 1989 that have still been around? That haven't been updated yet. Who are the six? Let's name them right now. There's Jimmy. (laughs) Bill. Bill. I think Legolas is an Eldar. (laughs) Space Elf. Uh, I think Dick Van Dyke was an Eldar. Is he still alive? Okay, maybe he still is an Eldar. <laughs> Betty White is definitely an Eldar. That's how she's still alive. Yeah, her uh, her soul is definitely. <laughs> she she's a soul stone brooch that nobody notices <laughs> because she's old and they all wear brooches. Um, all right, so Games Workshop, that's our <laughs> list. Get your shit together. <laughs> also, if you want to hire us to professionally like make notes of all this stuff, we're happy to. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for making such a beautiful tapestry of lore and fiction so that we have something to pick on. Uh, <clears throat> no, because you know why we're not picking on Star Wars? Because mm-hmm. fuck Star Wars. <laughs> I think, where was I reading or listening to? The uh, Games Workshop in the 80s uh, just didn't care. You know, they made goofy shit, like, you know, uh, Clouseau, fucking <laughs> Inquisitor, Clouseau, Sherlock, uh, whatever. Yeah, they didn't care. It was just goofy. Uh, and then the, in the nineties, they said, "Hey, you know, why don't we put some story together? Uh, you know, why are these guys fighting?" But you know, not a whole lot of effort. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then after that, it was just kind of like, "All right, we, you know, we're writing all this story now, and it, you know, it, it might not mesh with." Uh, what we've done in the past, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of things they need to retcon. And, I don't know it started because of it was just goofy and fun, and they didn't care. I mean, and, and I get that. I just think um, 
with so many books, I think it's one of the most successful franchises in terms of lore building because mm-hmm. they have a lot of authors and it's still pretty consistent. Like all the things we're talking about are troublesome, but not like they yeah. don't break it. You know what I mean? They're not like Jar Jar Binks or any of that stupid <laughs> Star Wars. Dude, the, the latest three Star Wars made me so angry. <laughs> when I was a kid, I Is thought it... Star Wars was pretty cool, you know? The prequels, one, two, and three? No, uh, the the ones oh, most yeah. recently with the, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Disney. It's just stupid. Yeah, I didn't even To be honest, I stopped at uh, episode two. The prequels or the original? The prequels. Oh, yeah, you, and... then good choice. After Phantom Menace and Jar Jar Biggs, I say this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> I hate Star Wars now. <laughs> Jar Jar Biggs. Who's the Jar Jar Banks of 40K? In closing, that's what we'll figure out. Who's the Jar Jar Banks of 40K? Caldor huh. Drago. <laughs> if Jar Jar Binks could single-handedly destroy the Sith by himself, yeah, I would say. Misa gonna give you prison tat on your heart. Fucking Mary Sue. What, what, what did we say Robutek Yemen's real name is? Wobute. Wobu Gimo. Wobu Gimo. He best friend. <laughs> Wobu. God, God damn it, Calador. What are you doing here? God damn it. Don't you have the eye of terror to just poke? <laughs> Unmolested. All right. Well, with that, as always, don't forget to mash the like and subscribe button. <laughs> now we can actually say that because we're on YouTube. Sweet. Do it for real this time. Good fight. Uh, good night. Suck it. Uh, Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. <laughs> Help me take a bite of the crime. What happens? What happens? You're going to space camp. Uh... Kablam! <laughs> thunder girl. She flies like thunder. <laughs> <laughs> the flesh. He's super strong and super naked. Stinky diver. <laughs> and melt man with the power <laughs> to melt. <laughs> yeah. I'm so old. So old. <laughs> That was like 20 years ago. Yeah, probably. I'm not even going to do that. End transmission. Oh, it says I need to let you know you're being recorded for privacy purposes. Is this a one-party state or... I don't know. You did you, when I said privacy purposes. You definitely heard the lisp, right? It sounds yeah, so, to me. It sounds so bad. <laughs> On some messes, yeah. <laughs>